Hello everyone and welcome back to Freedom Machines with Freddie Dobbs. So what I've been up to this week, it's been probably one of the most stressful weeks I've ever had biking. And I even include my time with my old Suzuki Bandit and Suzuki RFs, which used to break down all the time and I had to push start them. Because this week I've had and have given back the Harley Davidson Livewire and my emotions towards the bike, they're so mixed. One part of me thinks Harley Davidson have done an unbelievable job, which they have. The first electric big brand manufacturer to come along. But then the infrastructure's so bad, I just, I almost had a breakdown at some of the service stations. And I won't go on about it too much, but the ride over to drop off the Harley Davidson, it's 160 miles from where I live in southeast London back over to Gloucester. And a journey that should have taken three hours took six and a half hours because of the awful infrastructure network, the broken charges. And I was so excited at the start of the Harley Livewire one week term that I had because downstairs from us there's a Starbucks and they've got electric chargers but the day before we got the Livewire both of them broke and they're still broken to this day so that's 10 days later and they're still broken and I just got sick of having to register with different apps put in all of my details my date of birth the registration on the bike it's it's tiring, so in the end I was kind of happy to give it back. But well done, Harley. But in reality, I think probably the price needs to come come down by half, the charging time needs to half, and the range needs to double from 100 miles probably to about 200 miles. But it's a great start. I've had a glimpse into the future. I've seen the world's first electric charging forecourt in Essex, which has 36 chargers, every single one of them working. I've been sold the dream. So it's probably a few years away, but I feel I feel in general positive, although, yeah, I wasn't filled with absolute positivity by the end of my one week. It's a kind of mixed feeling, which is a bit of a shame because I'm all for electric, but I don't feel more positive about the electric revolution after having the bike for a week, but I'll continue to follow it and I will definitely embrace it when the time's right because I know it has to be done. And after the live wire went back, just today, Friday, a couple of days after I dropped it off, uh, something flashed up on my Instagram and that was Triumph's brand new 2021 Street Scrambler. And I've been kind of not actively looking, but just looking to get some ideas about possibly my next bike, maybe a next a next upgrade. And a lot of people thought maybe the T120 would be the next natural step for me having a 10 year old 865 Bonneville. And I thought it would be as well. And I still do think it's probably my favorite ever bike that I've tested. But the Triumph Street Twin, the 900cc bike, three, two and a half, three thousand pounds cheaper, significantly smaller. I keep thinking about that bike as actually the most fun bike I've ever ridden. And now, now, just today, on Friday the 23rd of April, Triumph have, have announced they're launching the Street Scrambler, which is the Scrambler version of the Triumph Street Twin. 
comes in at £9,300 and I've tested out the 1200 Scrambler XC and I liked it but it didn't quite tick the boxes for me because it was a little bit too too high suspension to for, for the road so basically I felt that you lost a bit of the feel on the road with the high suspension and I personally found it a bit too big with too big an engine and too powerful on the on the off-road sections when you go off-roading which is what we call green laning in the UK so I didn't feel that it was the right bike for me but this street scrambler is more road focused and I think it's maybe the best looking bike in trance range 9,300 pounds I spec'd it I'm so keen on it I actually spec'd it myself I got it up to 10,250 pounds with a tail tidy, a flat seat, some nicer indicators, nice aluminium brake reservoir and things like that. And it's got this beautiful urban grey colour for a £200 option. And if you go onto Triumph's website and you're looking for, you know, if you're in the market for a bike, a really cool retro bike, I think this is this would be top of my list. Get it in urban grey, £200 option, and it's the same, or almost exactly the same as Steve McQueen's Rickman Matisse bike. He got it painted in this kind of grey with a little bit of a blue hint, and that's almost exactly what Triumph have with this Scrambler, and it looks absolutely incredible. So I'm genuinely... And, and I don't really ever genuinely consider buying a bike because I love my Bonneville so much, but I'm genuinely considering that bike. And in other bike news, from my point of view, I'm hoping if everything gets signed off to get a completely different bike in about a week, a week and, or a week and a half's time. And it's a bike that you may not have considered, especially if you've got your big bike test, but it's a bike that's very relevant for people either wanting to get into biking, learning to ride, or coming back into biking, or they're just a bit too intimidated by the big bikes, or they like city riding and they don't want to have a 900cc bike because they ride in the city. And that bike is a Mutt. It's specifically a Mutt Mastiff. And if you've never heard of Mutt, they came along about eight years ago and the, the owner basically created this company, Mutz, to, to be a kind of a middle ground for people who want to get into biking but don't want to have to get the standard maybe 125cc Hondas or the scooters or even these 125cc sports bike looking bikes. There isn't really anything out there or there wasn't anything out there especially about 10 years ago, for people getting into biking who want a cool custom bike. And that's where they came along. And now you've got the likes of Harold who came along, I think eight to 10 years ago as well. And I think there's also a company called Brixton. So there's a really good market now for these cool, custom, modern, classic, 125, 250 cc bikes. And they look absolutely brilliant. And they're close to my heart. Because when we were in Bali a few years ago, Monica and I rented out a 250cc Malamadre bike, which looks very similar to these custom bikes, stripped back, and good value. So the Mastiff that I'm getting is £4,250 for a honestly ridiculous 
ridiculously cool looking 250cc custom or you can get it as a 125cc and the 125cc is 3495 and if I was learning to ride and I wanted for example to to just spend a year learning to ride on a 125cc bike maybe even take the test on that bike I would go out and buy that bike I really do think based purely on looks alone you also get a two-year warranty even the 250cc bike it's only 130 kilograms and the 250cc is 21 horsepower and I know that these bikes are just as fun as the big bikes they're so chuckable and you can just get every single horsepower of enjoyment out of it it's the type of bike that you can ride in the city and then you just want to take it on some dusty tracks cannot wait to get that and actually i'm equally as excited to get this bike as i am any of the bonnevilles the the indians the harleys i love this type of bike and moving on to a bit of the news madrid in spain they're about to trial a 70 meter motorcycle lane so in essence what's been going on as far as i can tell from visor down there have been quite a few motorcycle crashes so they've decided to install a 70 meter stretch a tiny little stretch purely for motorcycles in spain's capital and they hope that it will improve the flow of traffic and reduce accidents and if this works they may make this more widespread with motorcycle focused lanes and it sounds like a good idea but i do know something i covered a, about a month ago in france france actually trialed it was only ever a trial which is interesting they trialed motorcycle filtering in paris and actually across france with the hope that if there weren't too many crashes then great we'll make this widespread and it'll be completely legal so lane splitting in france will be totally legal and it's something i meant to mention last week but i forgot because i've had again a number of french riders contacting me with videos Ten thousand french riders in some cities out protesting because the ban is still in place in france where you still are not allowed to filter legally and just thousands of bikers furious in france by these restrictions so it'll be interesting to see how things go in madrid do they find this uh, a worthy solution to sort out the accidents that they've been having and making it relevant to london we have bus lanes in london and in probably 70 percent of bus lanes you'll have a little picture of a taxi and a motorbike and that means that taxis and motorbikes are also allowed to use these bus lanes and as all of the roads in London get squeezed, for example, two lanes for cars turn into one lane for car and one lane purely for buses. What that means is that the cars are pinched and the bus lanes, of course, they're used for buses, but 90% of the time they're, they're empty because there are far less buses than cars. And for 70% of those bus lanes you can you can ride a motorbike in them which is amazing you just fly along completely empty lanes but for about 30 percent and i still i just don't know why this is the case for about 30 percent of these bus lanes you can't ride your motorbike in them and it's so annoying you're kind of you're trying to filter through traffic with a completely empty bus lane 
it would do absolutely no harm at all riding your motorbike in this empty bus lane. It would actually clear a lot of traffic. You wouldn't get in anyone's way. But still, for some reason, about 30% of them you're not allowed to ride in. So it'll be interesting to see how things progress in Spain and also for London. I really hope they sort that out because anything to encourage bicycles and motorbikes as a form of transport surely has to be encouraged, especially, especially with this electric revolution. The Harley Livewire, it may not have made too much sense on the open road for road trips because the range is too small and the infrastructure is too bad. But as a city bike, oh, it's a dream. It did 95 miles for a motor for a full tank on the open road. But in the city, in the city, it was doing up to 140 miles on a charge. Even with Monica on the back, I couldn't believe how economical it was in the city. So if we can get more of these motorbikes, electric bikes, bicycles as well, into the city, surely we have to do everything we can to encourage them. So I hope things will improve a bit in London as well. Harley Davidson. They're in a little bit of trouble at the moment because the EU have just announced that from the 1st of June 2021, they're about to massively hike the tariffs for Harley-Davidson sold in the EU. So to give you a bit of a backstory, I found some information on this from Forbes. In June 2018, the EU levied a 25% incremental tariff on motorcycles imported from the EU. And it now sits at 31% and it's stated to reach 50% by the 1st of June 2021. So this ruling coming out from the EU means that it's going to be hugely more expensive for Harley-Davidson to sell their motorbikes in Europe. I saw one site quoted it may be as much as $250 million a year in extra tariffs that Harley-Davidson have to pay if they're going to be selling to the EU market. So it's going to be really interesting to see from the 1st of June what happens with that because of these big big new e tariffs that the eu are imposing on the us very interesting to see what happens there because there's a quote from harley davidson saying that it will effectively prohibit harley davidson from functioning competitively in europe very interesting another American brand that I absolutely love. Indian Motorcycles, their chief bobber has landed in Europe from what I can see. And this is hugely exciting because I've looked at the specs and I've also chatted with, uh, with the, I think he's the head of marketing, marketing manager at Indian and he's hugely excited by this. And I think from talking to him, this may be his pick of bikes from the range. I think he's personally holding out for this bike. And I did a bit of research on this. Ola Stengard, he's the director of product design at Indian Motorcycle. And I thought I recognized him. So I just did a little Google search and he's actually the, the ex-designer, I think chief designer for BMW, and he designed, as far as I can see, the BMW R9T, and I thought I recognized his face, 
because he was in the original marketing video for the BMW R9T, which is actually my favorite ever motorcycle promo video. So I recognized the face and he is now the director of product design at Indian Motorcycle. And I think his first project, his first challenge that Indian Motorcycle put on his desk when he started, let's get a new chief on the road. So that's been, I think, his big project ever since he started, which is, I think, about two to three years ago. So it's imminent, the sale of this new chief. I think it will actually be on sale from about June, so in a couple of months' time. For the one I specifically like, the Chief Bobber Dark Horse, all black, £17,695, 1890cc. So the Scout Bobber's, Scout Bobber's about an 1100cc, so this is it's over 800 cc more than the scout bobber and where the scout bobber comes in at about 12 to 13 k this is about five thousand pounds more it's a proper big cruiser this they've got a beautiful classically designed dial which is actually disguised as an analog screen but it's a touchscreen, so it can be touchscreen to access the different menus and also for the sat-nav, so, so slick. I think if I'm lucky enough to test that and if I were in the market for uh, a cruiser, which I often am, I'm a huge fan of the likes of the Harley Softail Deluxes and things like that, I think this is a, a really big challenger to Harley-Davidson, this bike. This could be a bit of a game changer for Indian and especially having Ola Stengard on board designing. That's going to be a seriously interesting lineup. And here's something because as you know, I love going on Autotrader and eBay to find some good deals. And actually I spent one hour and I wasn't going to include this at all in this podcast, but I always like to try and find some interesting stuff going on. So I thought, okay, here we go. I'm going to try and find some great deals, but not some great deals in the UK for motorbikes. Let me see what I can do and go on to the US eBay.com and Cycle Trader, the US motorcycle online marketplaces and see if I can find some brilliant deals and, and report back to you that if you're on the market, for example, if you're in the market for Harley Davidson, go on to Cycle Trader. You'll find some incredible deals because I used to love doing this for Ford Mustangs, Harley Softail Deluxes, jump onto Cycle Trader or just type in, for example, 2006 Ford Mustang for sale Florida and these incredible Mustangs for example would come up at about $5,000 maybe they've got 130,000 miles but it doesn't matter they'll go on forever so I went on today to have a look and see what I could find for you Harley Davidson wise and I don't know if it's changing exchange rates or maybe what I know now that I didn't know but it's not quite as appealing as it used to be a few years ago. So I typed in, I always type in one of my favorite models, the Softail Deluxe. And they seem to be going for about five, six, seven year old versions for about twelve to $15,000, which it's about nine to, it's probably about nine to 11, nine to 12,000 pounds, which isn't a huge saving when compared to, 
to the UK bikes and I was surprised at that. And also when you couple in the import duties, 20 to 30% import duties to get the bike released from the ports when it finally arrives. And of course you need to pay the shipping costs, one to one and a half K. It's not appealing anymore. And I'd be curious if anyone's got anything, any different opinions on that, please do message me or send me actually, send me an email on that, dob.bs at outlook.com because from what I can see, it's no longer appealing importing these bikes and cars from the US. And I know now that the UK has left the EU, if we used to do, for example, projects with EU-based companies, they'd ship the, project, the products over to us and you'd, well, you didn't ever pay any tariffs or duties or anything like that. It's just like shipping internally within your own country. You'd receive a product could often be a 500 pound package for example you'd receive it very quickly within a few days no paperwork super easy we've now left the eu and i'm sometimes getting sometimes getting bills of 160 pounds or so for packages worth 450 quid something like that so i now really really clearly understand firsthand the tax issues and the import duties. So you can't just look on the US eBay, for example, see a Softail Deluxe for $12,000 and think, my God, there we go, I'm buying it. You're going to be hit with a lot of import duties when you get that into your own country. So I forgot all about US vehicles and I decided to look internally to find a really good modern classic deal of the week and I found one and it's my kind of bike it's a Triumph Bonneville it's 2008 model it's on eBay right now so today is April the 23rd and this ends in five days time so april the 28th this ends so if you're listening to this after it's too late but it's a 2008 bonneville it's got 53,000 miles but i know of some bonnevilles comfortably doing over 100,000. so don't let that put you off too much it's not immaculate but it doesn't look awful it's a t100 model so it's got the spoked wheels prime to strip it back and do a bit of a brat project with it's got mot very good runner it's been used as a daily rider and the current price on it on ebay 2450 pounds it's got five days left it's got a few bids in they're always popular always popular the bonneville but i think if you've ever been in the market just before the crazy prices come for the start of summer. The crazy prices will be here early May, early May latest. The prices will jack up significantly. So if you need a last minute cool summer ride, I think this could be one of the last opportunities to get a really good deal. And question time. And this, this is something that I had absolutely no idea about at all. I got a question midweek. What do you think of the Benelli Imperiale 400? Italian motorcycle brand. I had no idea about it, so I had to go on to Google to have a look at this. And this is a bike that really, really caught my eye. It looks absolutely stunning. Uh, think kind of... Bonneville-esque in the styling. Stripped back, single headlight, could have been, well, it's inspired by the 1950s Benelli's. 
370cc six, uh, six single cylinder engine and it's an absolute beauty about 20 horsepower 22 horsepower and what a brilliant little bike that would have so much character so 3700 pounds and the bike's yours great price and if you want it on finance there's a really appealing finance deal 99 pound deposit 70 pounds a month for five years and you pay 4200 pounds in total but you can get a beautiful modern classic bike brand new warranty everything 99 pound deposit 70 pounds a month for five years and then the bike's yours i think that is a brilliant little deal and that's it for this week thank you so much for listening i'll see you in the next one